Hi, so myself and Pav recorded a live last week and I've only just got round to converting it to a podcast. Um, yeah, I'm not brilliant with technology, but I've managed to get it done. So do have a listen and I hope you enjoy it. Both received a few things from obviously our, our clients and through uh, people, people from Instagram. So yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit about, um, I guess, weight loss is the main one, isn't it? It's, it was yeah. more of like the nutrition thing. That was the common common theme, really. So uh, let's go through the first one. So the, my yeah. first one is, um, how do you know, um, how do I know I'm in a calorie deficit? Do you want to start on that? So calorie deficit... Uh, I think most people are aware of, you know, calories in, calories out, but it's not always as simple as that. So to know whether you're in a calorie deficit, um, if you're consuming less calories than you're burning, then you'll be in a deficit. But then there are other ways to sort of see if you are actually in a deficit or not. So that's progress pictures, which are always good to go by. And scale weight to some extent but it's with scale weight with my clients I try and ask them to weigh themselves throughout the week so they can see the weight fluctuations because your body body weight will change on a daily basis so if you're only weighing yourself once a week it's not going to give you the bigger picture because if you weigh yourself every Saturday morning and you have a takeaway on a Friday night it's not really going to be accurate so um, yeah, so progress pictures and sales, if they're trending downwards over time, another indicator that you are in a deficit. And measurements as well. Um, so if your measurements are all going down, but the scale weight is exactly the same, then you're still losing fat. So, you know, don't worry about scale weight not going down if your centimetres are dropping. But um, yeah. do you want to add anything to that? No, I just, I just want to say I totally agree with this. And I absolutely love progress pictures more than anything. Just, just you know, being able to compare, like, yeah. picture from, you know, I don't know, beginning of the month and then four weeks later, you just look at them and uh, it just looks different. I do have some of my clients weigh in a little bit more, not, not every day, but every, not even once a week, like maybe once every two or three weeks just to see whether that trend is there but they are all aware that obviously the, the scale is changing um on a daily basis and i yeah. they still always panic though they all still always have that that link to the number on a scale and that's why i'm just like you know what we just don't have to use them at all and um yeah. sometimes i like um, telling them like if you are if you have some because we all hold on to some clothes that we used to wear you know like you know, a couple of years ago and it fit nicely and it just doesn't fit nice anymore. So I always say to them, try to wear something that you don't usually wear on a regular basis. Like even once a week, put a pair of jeans on that you, you know, you wouldn't normally wear or you, it's one of your, I don't want to call it skinny jeans, but just to yeah. see if that certain clothes feels different rather than, um, you know, entering the number on the scale all the time. But as you as you said as well, if you are in a calorie deficit, you will be losing losing weight over time. And I think what people get wrong here as well is they say, "Oh, I am in a calorie deficit, but I'm not losing any weight." Two things from that, I would say the consistency of 
the calories that people are consuming over time is going to be like, yes, if you are in a calorie deficit from Monday to Friday and then over the weekend, you just take yourself out of that deficit by not really looking at your nutrition, that's, that's going to change. But also like what I've, what I've seen with some of my new clients that are, they are coming just freshly and they, um, they say, oh, I use this color, you know, calorie um, calculator and it tells yeah. them, let's say 1,500 calories. So then they don't link it with the amount of activity they are doing. So yes, potentially 1,500 calories, if you are moderately active, can be your calorie deficit. But if something happens, life happens and you are suddenly, I don't know, let's say have a COVID or you ill or you're not moving as much, but you still eat in 1,500 calories and suddenly it can become your maintenance quite easily yeah. or it can even become your surplus. And they're like, oh, but I'm eating in a deficit because this is what the calorie calculator set to me and I'm eating that, but I'm not losing weight, but they don't really link it together with the activity levels as well. Yeah. So, And the cal- calorie calculators are so inaccurate as well, aren't they? Because if, you, if you're using, say, MSP or NutriCheck, it normally just gives you 1,200 calories regardless of like what you put in and like they're, they're, they're good calorie calculators calorie calculators are good as a sort of a starting point but mm-hmm. you just need to make sure that you're putting the right activity levels in as well like sometimes um you'll find people think they're more active than they really are and again then those calories won't be right so yeah it's, it's also like eating back your exercise calories as well Definitely. And that's another thing about calorie, um, about your like a fitness, fitness trackers, isn't it? So like exercise calorie, it's never going to be what the watch says it is like, unfortunately, otherwise I would be like this or you (laughs) like with amount of classes, you know, we were teaching during the week. Like it's just not, you know, my watch says it was 500, 600 calories. And I know for a fact that it it is really not five, 600 calories for one class. Yeah, and also like with like if you are burning a lot of calories, you can either sort of yeah maybe give yourself a few extra calories, you know, so if you wanted to have a you know a higher calorie dinner for example, or you could just have that bigger deficit and then you know continue that way as well. So yeah, eating about the calories, yeah, definitely no no no, but. You know, if you if you say you've just been on a I don't know twenty mile bike ride or something, yeah, you're going to be pretty starving yeah. as well, aren't you? So yeah, in in that case, you might want to have a little bit extra, so you're not sure. absolutely starving. Yeah. Um. So another question um I got was, if I want to lose weight, how do I eat out guilt free? Okay. Um, 
guilt guilt free as well. So I it, it does come from uh, restriction side of things and just labeling foods, isn't it? Good and bad, yeah. and that's when people feel guilty when they actually go out because they feel like it's not something they should be doing if they're trying to lose weight. So I think in, inclusivity on those things is is just really important and potentially plan for when you are going out and when you are uh, going to have some meals. That's what we do with the clients. There is no good or bad and there is no things that you should be doing or you shouldn't be doing or, you know, we always try to tailor the, the diet around their lifestyle. So as, as soon as, this is easy to say, right? But as soon as sort of we start to see that, right, eating out or having, or drinking is, is, is bad and it's going to ruin my diet and then the sooner we can move on with it. But accounting for it, I would say as well, is the important one. I'm planning ahead. So if I have a client who tells me, oh, we have a birthday party on Saturday or we have a, I don't know, whatever event that is, then, okay, can we maybe look into that nutrition for the whole week prior and do any, any changes that, that may potentially give that person more freedom on, on Saturday? So can we maybe take back a couple of hundred calories for, you know, one, 200 calories for, for a day to then allow bigger, bigger meal on that Saturday? Or can we just look at Saturday meals itself and maybe scale back a little bit with the morning meal and the lunchtime and maybe just focus mainly on protein and some veggies and then eat a little bit more in the evening. Um, but yeah, just making it a part of a lifestyle rather than something that is ruining the progress. What, yeah. what are your thoughts? So again, yeah, I completely agree with you with the not labeling foods. You know, there, there isn't like good food or bad food. It just has different nutritional value. So it is just about, it is about balance as well. Uh, you don't want to be just eating high sugary foods all the time because you know that that's not going to be good for you because you don't you wouldn't be like your children endless like cookies and like crisps and biscuits and things so it is about moderation and yeah stop seeing food as bad or naughty because that's what makes you feel guilty you think oh, i shouldn't be eating that like it's just a biscuit or you know what whatever food it is yeah it's just yeah it's just um yeah, removing the guilt. And also, when you are going out for a meal, you, it's not something that you do like on a regular basis. Like You might, be, might go for a meal maybe once a month or, you know, even if you do get say, a takeaway once a week, that's fine. It's one meal out of, you know, all the meals throughout the week. So there's really no need to feel guilty if you're, say, going out and you're worried about not being able to track it's you know it's one meal it's not going to hinder all your progress that you've made and especially like you said if you've been so good monday through to thursday and then friday you end up completely going over your calories it's not the end of the world it's more about sort of re responding rather than just reacting so sometimes yeah. people will like yep yeah, go go off plan maybe on one day and think right screw it i'm going to just eat what i want for the rest of the weekend now and then I'll start again on Monday. And it's, it's just the all or nothing mentality, isn't it? Yeah. So. And um, I love what you said there as well about, you know, you're not doing it all the time. But even if you have that takeaway once a week, it still doesn't have to um, 
ruin your progress. Um, I was in London last, was it last weekend? Last weekend for the, I'm not, I'm not sure if you know about it, the Perform X. Um, oh yeah, I can go to that. It was really good. And one thing I absolutely loved was, can't remember his name now, what is his name, but he was talking about nutrition and sort of uh, the 17 tips uh, I would love to know when I started or something like that. And he put a graph out and the graph was, three months broken into a month, each month broken into four weeks, four weeks uh, broken into, you know, weekly things and then daily things and then actual meal. So if you have three meals a day, then it would have uh, this big line of like meals that you would have over the three months and he would mark red the one meal that is not sort of on plan. And then it would be like, right how is this going to affect your three months and you couldn't even see it you couldn't even see that one red line and then but if that red line if that one meal out is going to turn into a week or you know two weeks and then you will just add in the red lines to it then it's gonna take it's gonna take over and it's not the few meals in a month that are potentially higher in calories so they're they're you know, not necessarily in line with the goals or what you want to, what you want to achieve, but they are irrelevant, irrelevant, um, unless it's most of those. And then they take over, over the normal, the majority of the meals. Yeah. It's like, you, you are like the average of your actions over time. So what you do the majority of the time is what is going to, that's, that's what your body is going to be. So yeah, if you're somebody who, you know, manages their nutrition the majority of the time, exercises, just gets daily movement in, you know, it, it, your body will reflect that. So, yeah. yeah, if you're somebody who eats a lot of processed foods, you know, McDonald's a lot of the time and, you know, the high, high, highly processed sugary foods, then again, your body's going to reflect what you eat and what you do on a day to day basis. So, um, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Good. Awesome. Um, right. Next one I have is how long does it take to see the results for weight loss? See, I would say as long as it takes, it, you, you can't like say to anybody, oh, right, you're going to lose a stone in a month or drop a dress size in a month because you just don't know. Everybody makes progress differently. Like some people, that may may feel comfortable maybe restricting themselves a little bit more, others not so much. So again, then progress will be slower. And I just think there's no point being in a rush to get to size whatever or a certain number on the scales. It will just, fat loss just takes time. And the most important thing is consistency. Like, like we were just saying, it's what you do the majority of the time. So if you are, say, getting your steps in every single day, you're getting your fruit and veg intake in, you're drinking your two litres of water, getting your sleep, all those things will add up and, you know, over time you'll see progress. And I think the reason why I say, I mean, quick fix diets do work, but there's a reason for them working. Like they, they put people on super low calories, you're often having to say no to social events and, you know, just nights out and just living your life. Like, you know, maybe giving up carbs, like just, you know, being super restrictive just with your diet. And if you can stick to that, 
then yeah, it will work and you'll get those fast results. But for a lot of people, these quick term, quick fix sort of solutions don't don't work for the long term. So initially, yeah, you might drop a dress size, but then once you've got to that goal, then what happens? Because you can't eat that same way forever. So you naturally go back to your previous diet and then hence the yo-yo dieting cycle continues, doesn't it? 100%. I mean, that's literally like, it, it does happen all the time and people always look for quick fixes and it's going to be the, you know, because that's sort of the, the fastest, easiest way. And you will see it now, like it's still, you know, we getting into April and people will try so, oh my God, summer's come in, you know, let me quickly yeah. Google like how to lose six stones or three stones in, in a month. And it, yeah. unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. And but oh, it would, it could happen, it could work, but then people are so depleted after a few months of trying to lose that weight so, so quickly, then they're just going to regain everything back because it does take a lot of willpower. It does take a lot of control and it takes a lot of restrictions to, to lose a big amount of body fat in a short short period of time. And I would say as well, like sometimes it's not necessarily the, the bad thing. Now, see, it's a two ways. If, if we, so if the person is doing it consciously with the coach and the goal is maybe to put them on a bigger calorie deficit for a couple of weeks, if it's someone, let's say really obese, who needs that motivation at first, for them maybe it's not the best thing to lose half a kilo or a pound or two a week maybe they need a little bit more to keep yeah. them going because it's naturally more more difficult for them to you know try to lose weight because they've potentially tried it a few times before but if it's someone who um who just wants to lose weight and keep that weight off then potentially you know the, the big deficits and rapid fat loss is not ideal especially if they try to do it by themselves and don't really understand the the science behind it and they just think that some magic diet or I don't know keto or whatever it is it's gonna get them the results and then they can go back to the normal way of eating then yeah. that's that's when the issue sort of lies isn't it yeah yeah because there has to be some balance yeah you don't want to lose too slowly but then losing too quickly just means it will be so much harder maintaining as well because because of over restriction yeah and it's like, i always think just um if, you, if you're doing a diet that you can't see yourself doing forever then it's not the right one for you and 100 you know, doing like finding a diet that works do it that once and then you'll never have to do it again yeah, because it's just going to stay there forever, isn't it? Because that's going to yeah. be the lifestyle you do. And I say this to my uh, to my clients as well when they come in and they're like, oh, so what are we going to do with nutrition and stuff? And I said, we need to find a way that you can, if I ask you, can you do this in six months' time, you will say yes. And not because it's something something ridiculous and you cannot have an apple because it's just too many carbs and, you know, it's, and it's just wouldn't be sustainable. So I know, I know. Don't eat fruit. Yeah. Too much sugar in it. I actually had um, some clients tell me that they they were previously told like they shouldn't eat certain fruits because of the sugar content, and it's just it's ridiculous. It's just it sugar doesn't cause obesity. Sugar doesn't mm. no 
it doesn't it doesn't make you fat just eating too many calories and eating over your calorie needs is why people gain fat not because of yeah carbs or sugar because that was another question actually we both got it was about alcohol and carbs wasn't it um, like yeah, 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 yeah. There was one that was, um, will I put on weight if I eat too many carbs? And then there was another one about alcohol as well. And it's, yeah. you know, if you overconsume on anything, you will gain fat. fat. So it doesn't matter whether you're yeah, eat, eating sugar, carbs. It, it is just about managing your overall energy balance, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I love to have a drink. Yeah, I, I love it. I absolutely love what, wine, what's gin, your, you know. Wine and gin, yeah, me as well. Is it, yeah. I like red wine, mainly because when it, it's it's cold. And obviously I'm in Manchester, and it's always cold. So it feels like having a red wine feels quite nice. But if it's summer and it's hot, then I go for white yeah. and stuff. I can't wait for the holiday. So, you know, it is it is definitely doable. Like, you can lose weight while drinking alcohol and... um you know, when we, if we speak about that, it's not necessarily that the alcohol itself that makes weight or, you know, preventing them to lose weight. The thing is everything else that goes with it. So it's the nutrition around it. It's the, what they eat when they are drinking. It's, you know, if they get drunk, what is, yeah, the second, what is the day after? What your day and, uh, well, week like in my age now when I have too much to drink then it's you know it's not like the next day is rough it's like the next five days are rough because no, it just, takes time to, just really takes time to recover and then it's a comfort eating you know so oh I'm hangover so I'm gonna have this this and that and that's what is ruining that that progress it's not necessarily a couple of glasses of wine um once a week and twice a week it doesn't doesn't matter those those are not really hindering it isn't it yeah, no, I completely agree. It's that, you know, after a night out, you really need that kebab or that pizza on the way home. You don't. You're just pissed and you're tired and you need, you need sleep, basically. <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. And ideally, drink big glass of water before you go to bed and then have one next to you when you, when you wake up at night, you're going to be thirsty because you're going to be dehydrated. So... That's yeah. probably what, what we need after a night out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And nice. like, I mean, there are ways that you can reduce your calorie intake as well if you are mm. using alcohol. Like switching to sort of lighter spirits, like you said, gin and vodka and having diet mixes rather than full fat. It's just such an easy, easy way to cut back on calories. And like darker beers, darker spirits tend to have more calories. And cocktails, I mean... That's such an easy, easy way to go over, isn't it? So like pina colada has like what six hundred calories, something ridiculous. Know, ridiculous. And you wouldn't think that, like, if you if you drank, uh, yeah, a pina colada, um, and it had yeah six hundred calories, you'd just drink that. You wouldn't think anything of it. Whereas if you ate a meal that was six hundred calories, you would feel full afterwards. It's yeah. Uh, when you're drinking, it's like I, I say to clients as well, you know, do look at your liquid calories. So it's things like your coffees on the way to work, you get from Costa, or um, like things like smoothies. They're quite calorific as well, aren't they? Mm. Like you, you kind of think, 
oh, I'm having something really healthy. And yeah, it's, it's great. But you're actually better off eating those pieces of fruit. Like I think Innocent do have like four or five different fruits in their smoothies. But if you were to actually eat those four or five pieces of fruit, you're, you're chewing, you're actually digesting the food, you're getting the fibre and you're going to feel fuller for longer compared to just drinking like a smoothie. Yeah, definitely. Like when the goal is, is weight loss, then potentially definitely the, the whole whole foods are a lot better for you rather than the juices. I do have a couple of clients that are um, getting ready for marathon and I have some long distance swimming and that we would do the things potentially the other way around because you do want to have some you know fast releasing carbs you want to have some sugars you want to have something in but like you know if if you're trying to lose weight then rather eat try to eat nine oranges or try to drink that's that's gonna that's gonna make make a big difference so yeah Yeah, good and what did you have that about the carbs as well the carbs it was um just a question about uh somebody said asked if eating too many carbs would lead to fat gain I think we've kind of covered that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, so, yeah. people just demonise carbs for no reason. I mean, bread isn't bad and pasta isn't bad. Like, these foods, they, they, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, yeah. just part, you know, make them part of your diet and, you know, have your fats, your carbs and your protein. And, like, you've got a well-balanced diet. There. When you start cutting things out, I mean... If you're if you're not a big carb fan, then fine. But if you actually enjoy carbs, telling yourself, right, I'm not allowed any bread anymore or pasta, it's just not going to work long term, is it? Yeah, because that's going to be the one thing you will want as soon as you say I I shouldn't have it, yeah. then you will just you'll have a dreams about bread because you know you deprive yourself of having it. But I yeah. think this as well comes from. You know, like when people try a low carb diet and they see the drop on a scale and they just think, oh my God, I've lost four pounds in a week. And they don't actually realize that, well, the weight loss and fat loss is different. Like there are two different things. And you know what? You potentially will lose weight on a low carb diet, but you lose in weight, you lose in the glycogen. So you use you lose yeah. in um, all the all the water that you were you know, storing within the muscles. And then yeah, you're gonna lose weight, but you're gonna look exactly the same, you're gonna be four pounds lighter, but you're gonna look exactly the same after that one week. And then guess what, then people yeah. start eating carbs back again, and then they gain weight and they're panicking like, Oh my god, I've gained weight. Yes, but you just restored your glycogen. So you just holding on more water. Um, exactly the same. Like you didn't gain fat, yeah. and that's the that's the link to scale weight again, and the number on the scales what people just obsess about so much, and it's just unnecessary. So yeah. I agree with what you said. Like there is no reason to cut any any food groups at all, um, and just enjoying what you, what we eat and in a little bit of a moderation. Yeah, it is about like understanding scale weight. Like you said, like for every gram of carbs you eat, you store three grams of water. Mm. So, like I do this sometimes myself. Like if we have a takeaway, and you know, I I tend to sort of weigh myself quite regularly, just because it's good to understand understand the scales, and also like knowing that when I stand on the scales and I'm five pounds heavier. Well, I can put it down to the fact that I had wine last night. I had I had lasagna last night with garlic bread as well. 
and nice. yeah, so it's like lots of carbs there. So I am going to weigh more today, and it's not necessarily fat gain; it's just weight gain. And they're, yeah, like you said, they're two completely separate things, aren't they? Yeah, hundred percent. It's the same when people when when they try to weigh themselves in the evening compared to in the morning. Like that's gonna just. You know, and, yeah. and as you said, like you had some lasagna with garlic bread last night. You probably still have, you still probably digesting that meal. You still have yeah. the weight of the actual meal, like in your body. Like, of course, it's your weight is going to be higher, but again, it does yeah. not mean it's it's body fat. So, yeah, no, I completely yeah. agree. And I think this is why I I like to ask my clients to weigh themselves regularly, just so they understand what, they, what they're seeing on the scales, because it does mm-hmm. make such a difference. So rather than, say, getting on the scales on a Monday morning and, go, and freaking out, like, really understanding that, okay, this is what happened over the weekend, and this is the reason why my weight has gone up. It's not because I've, you know, done anything wrong. It's just, it's just like, I have a bit of perspective as well, like, rather than blaming like your overindulgent weekend yes that is like the foods and the foods and drinks that you've had yeah will contribute to the scale weight gain but it isn't a bad thing like just acknowledging it and then you know you can just draw a line and start afresh and just make sure your next meal is nutritious that you get get your steps done that's the other thing with the alcohol isn't it like when when you do have a heavy heavy night of drinking the next day your movement generally just dips, doesn't it? Because you just yeah. kind of want to veg out on the sofa, Netflix, and not really do a lot. And not more. Yeah, like you said, you you always want to head for those carb-heavy meals. And you kind of then just carry on with it, don't you? It's like rather than thinking, right, I had a really good weekend. Okay, I'm going to start afresh now. I've not ruined any of my progress. You go, you're going to progress is never going to be right all the way yeah. like a line going down um it's going to fluctuate isn't it so some, some weeks you might make more progress other weeks you might make less progress but that's fine you're making progress that's the main thing and if you're doing it in a sustainable way you're going to be able to maintain it as well for the long term yeah the sustainable thing that you can actually be consistent with it and not letting your head fall off when you had a one weekend that is just not really as you planned. But yeah. is that going to lead you just acknowledging the fact that you may ate or drunk a bit more and then move on? Or are you going to feel like you failed and you're just going to, your week ahead or two weeks ahead, is just going to be worse because you're just going to think, oh, well, what's the point? Because I, I just ruined it already. And then my yeah. scale weight was up, so, yeah. And then it's just that starting the process all over again. <laughs> like, you know, if you give up and then you, you, you know, continue with overeating, you're going to eventually get to a point where you're going to be like, right, I need to, I need to do something about this. And, you know, rather than giving up, if you just continued, even if you were only making a tiny bit of progress, that's still progress. Just giving up. It's just, it's that all or nothing mentality again, isn't it? It's like, if I can't get all my workouts in, if I can't, if I can't get my steps done, then there's no point. But there's always a point, even if you can just do, like, hit a couple of your targets, that's better than not hitting any of your targets. Definitely, definitely. And I think as well, like, giving up is just temporary. 
because yeah. you've already put your mind into the fact that you want to do something you want to whatever the goal is whether it's you know weight loss being healthy or whatever but you've already decided that that's what you want to do now if you give up on it you're just giving up temporarily because you will always want to get back to this so yeah. you may have a week or two where you're just going to be oh screw it um oh actually i need to i need to start again and it just will just carry on longer doesn't it when you stop and start stop and start it's just going to take you even longer to get to your end goal so just continuing yeah. with it like some days might be harder than others because it's never always easy is it you're never going to feel motivated every single day like sometimes i don't fancy going to the gym and i you know you kind of make yourself because you know that if you do it you're going to feel so much better for it afterwards and you'll be so glad you did because they do say don't they you only regret the workout you didn't do like you'll never regret training or getting your steps done but you will regret not doing it because you'll be thinking oh I should have done that today I should have I should have planned my meals and it's that shoulda woulda coulda yeah for sure, definitely. And it doesn't, you know, if sometimes I understand when, when people or my clients, like you just feel like the gym is the last thing you want to do. And yeah. well, that's fine. Can you then go for a walk and get a step yeah. in? Or can you do yeah, something else? Can you, yeah. I don't know, join the class instead of, uh, instead of doing your weight, weight session? Can you do something that involves others that, potentially will motivate you a little bit more to get it done and yeah um, yeah yeah. classes are always good aren't they because I think like with the classes that I do like everyone sort of motivates each other pushes pushes one another and and it's really good like we see that somebody's maybe like up in their weight so you think well actually I can do that too and and it's really really good so if you're not feeling motivated to train by yourself definitely classes are great like yeah find like a good resistance-based class and yeah good definitely we should we should do the training one we should do the training uh q and yeah. soon and something like that something on uh, that yeah yeah we still have quite a few but i think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up on those um on those five and then uh, talk about uh, or some, some others towards the end of the week or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll come, on, come, on, uh, come on here again soon. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's if anyone has any questions, just send them through and we'll add them to our list. I hope you enjoyed that little episode. And I'm sure me and Pav will be back on instagram live again very very soon and in the meantime if you do have any questions for either myself or pav drop us a message and you can message me on instagram or you can send me an email which is suki at sukiflorafitness.com and ask away anything you want answers to so let us know your questions and we'll get them answered for you